of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We've got John Hur in the uh, studio here with us. We've got Mark Lohman, author of When Humans Roamed the Earth, on the phone with us. It's been a fascinating conversation today. My goodness. Um, there's so much stuff in the news, and it relates to everything we've been talking about with uh, Mark's book here. Amazing. If you want to send us your questions and comments, you can email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. If uh, you're listening to this uh, show on KDAZ Radio on Saturday, I want to thank you for listening. We're on here every uh, Saturday afternoon, 1 to 4 p.m., 96.9 FM, AM 700, and streaming online at conservativetalkabq.com. If you miss any of the show and you want to, this has been a really good show. I think you probably want to listen to the whole thing if you haven't heard it. If you want to listen to the replay of the show uh, later on, you can go to the website uh, freedomspeaknm.com and Click on the radio replay link, and you'll be able to get the whole show there. Listen to the replay of it. And then we're also on Rumble, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find us on there if you want to watch us. Anyway, we got all kinds of ways to interact with us, and that's only going to increase because I'm adding to the studio every single week. <laughs> I'm adding more functionality next week, as a matter of fact. Hey, Mark, got you still on the phone here, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's kind of... Um, you know, like in the next 15 minutes, let's just kind of wrap up uh, how how your book ends. Obviously, it ends with, uh, I know I was talking to uh, my my guest here in the studio about his Tesla that he has, about how the artificial intelligence seems to be getting smarter and smarter all the time. And I, I made the comment that, well, basically, your car is a robot. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it is. It's a robot. It's a robot on wheels. Kind of reminds me of back in the remember back in the eighties, uh, Night Rider. I used to yeah, love that it's, show. It's very much. I, I you yeah. can't you can't converse with it yet, but I imagine that's that's coming, right? I, so I do too. I think that's coming. I think uh, Kit will will seem like something antiquated at some point in time. You know, in some ways, it does already look antiquated compared to what my car does. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> the technology is progressing at such a rate. You know, I, I, I used to say, you know, never say never anymore because you say, oh, that'll never happen. We'll never do that. We'll you can't never, say whatever. that. You can't say that. No. But now I can't even make an accurate time prediction. So it'd be, well, in 10 years, we're going to have robots starting to replace us in, in daily jobs like McDonald's or something. Mm-hmm. But I suspect that time frame is going to be much shorter. It'll be five or two or one. Well, I Don't found know. that as technology increases, the rate at which technology advances increases. That's absolutely true. Yeah, it, it's it's a nonlinear curve. It goes straight up almost now. And someday, this your car, like our phone, will determine what, what you, you you it wants you to hear, or it'll tell you you want to go here, but it, it's going to take you where it wants to take so, you. So and that so that's another key thing is um, people should be aware that. Um, Let's see. Censorship is kind of out of the out of the box now, right? So if you even things you have not imagined, 
will probably be inflicted on us by cracking open the door, just like you said earlier, scanning the back of your driver's license when it's not really required. So I'm going to go buy some liquor at a at a at a, at a you know a speedway or whatever any small store. Now all of a sudden you can't trust me, even though you've seen me for 10 or 15 years straight. You need to scan the back. You need to do the three-dimensional code on the back of my ID. Because then, everybody's just following orders. Following orders. Well, the next thing will be, as you said, the AI, uh, and it's a blanket term, but the capabilities of all technology are going to grow so fast. Your cell phone is already more computing power than what used to be a small supercomputer. But mm-hmm. So soon they will probably be doing real-time voice censorship, right? So they won't just be eavesdropping on your conversations. They'll be deciding what the other end gets to hear, right? And it'll be... Deep fakes, all that kind of stuff. I've talked about those. Deep fakes are going to be scary, real. They already Mm. are. Yeah. But that technology is going to become so common and easy to do that you really won't be able to determine what reality is. And then, then of course, the, the truth police, the, the people that are the authorities on the matter, right, the ones that really aren't, but they declare themselves, they will be the ones telling you what's real. And that will be even more important for people to be critical thinkers on their own. You need to be able to digest everything you see and determine for yourself what is real and what is in your best interest. It's going to get more and more complicated for people to even know what's real in an everyday everyday life. It's like I I for all those people that are out there just watching CNN or MSNBC and just and just soaking in that garbage that they they put out every day. Uh, I don't know how those people are going to function. Those people are going to be really, really confused. They're, they're already robots, and yeah. in that case, you don't have to wait for them to become one. They, they've turned into one just by the social media or the news that yeah. they listen to. Mark, how does that uh, kind of tie into your book, uh, how, how, what the ultimate end in your book is? Well, I can't tell you that. No one is going to buy it, and no, I'm only kidding. Um, yeah, essentially, it's just he's able to to break through the, you know, break through the, the hypnosis and 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 find a way, you know, to to convince them that, you know, that they're basically marching to their own demise. A, a, a lyric out of one of my books that the um, the masses will insist in marching to their own demise, even if it kills them. And, and that's the thing, it's, you know, it's the same as Turkey's voting for Christmas. So he, 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 he finds a way to overcome that. Because, um, of course, I, 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 uh, I did a screenplay as well. You've got to do a Hollywood ending. Otherwise, you know, no one's going to be really wanting to know the, the actual uh, end if we do not intervene. Because the end is already decided. They already want, you know, they're already trying to depopulate the earth. So that they can enact AI to be their overlord. Uh, the overlords will have AI to be their servants, and that is preordained. They want that to happen. It's only if we convince enough people that that is the agenda, otherwise that will happen. But real briefly, what you mentioned then regarding the tech, when I go into this more in my first book, they they have the technology now. They have the technology to build the pyramids, right? Now, that's why it took so long, and that's why we're in a real kind of fork in the road when it comes to humanity, because going back a couple of millennia, they already planned this to happen, and that's why 
a couple of things it took this long. One is they needed to sire enough children to get you know enough people in positions of power, but they also needed humans to come up to the speed of their technology. Otherwise, if they introduce something too fast, it, it would be even even the hypnotized people will go, hang on, well, where's that come from? Which again is the kind of thing of just what's happened between them 25 years. What they have this, they didn't have that 25 years ago. And the other thing with aliens, they, they've not wanted to expose them too soon, again, because they don't know how the public will react to it. So all these tie in together, um, that the tech is only, um, is only drip fed to us. It's already there, but they only want it to come out in increments again. Now, in, in the last, whatever it is, 10 years, it's sped up so much that we're, we're basically on the verge of them producing anything, you know. They, they, they promised us flying cars way back when. They could, they could design them tomorrow if they wanted, but I'm just saying, it's, um, it's information, you know, that's kept from us. It's essentially that. The, 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 the info's there. They're not, you know, showing their hand right now. They're showing it bit by bit and more and more and more they're stepping into the arena because they're realizing that even when they do tell us certain things not enough people are listening as we just mentioned with the distractions and this that and the other so yeah it's um it, it's all there in, in in you know hidden in plain sight it's just how do we find a way to to convince the masses yeah yeah did you see, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, Mark, did you see that uh, thing that was going around on social media the other day with the lady on the plane in which uh, she was just completely hysterical? She seemed to be uh, coherent to me. She didn't seem to be drunk or anything. And she was terrified by somebody in the back of the plane where she was sitting that she said was not real. Did you see that video? I, when I was waiting this morning, I had um info was on but I had the, the uh, sound turned off and it was on there and I was wondering what it was but just real quick on that if, if you uh, I mentioned the kitten before if you've ever seen a cat or a kitten especially stare up into the, the side of a room or even a child a small child they can see certain frequencies that we can't and you know the cats not necessarily they grow out of it but the, the kids do you know will you know they'll be imaginary friends or whatever but it's because they can access certain frequencies. Now, these entities through 5G are getting more and more visible to us. And so I don't know if that was part of what this girl was seeing or whatever, but, you know, more and more, I guarantee there's going to be more, you know, more sites of, of um, UFOs or aliens or whatever you want to call it. Because, again, they, they, they have to, they, they want us to know that that's right. It's just, as I mentioned early on, they can't do it too quick. They can't do a Independence Day type of thing where, the, the, you know, the spaceships are going to cover the Earth. People will just lose the, you know, will freak out. So, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of, it, it's not vindicating, but when you see things, you know, happen that, you, again, you, you talked about years ago, you suddenly go, well, what am I supposed to say? I told you so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I've got that recording of that lady on the plane. I had to clean it up just a little bit because this show goes out over the radio, and uh, especially the F word, that definitely cannot go out over the air. So I had to clip it out. So if it sounds a little choppy at times, that's because I had to clip out the 
the colorful language, uh, but you get the idea. I'm, I'm going to play it so everybody can hear it. Let's see here. Hold on. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Say whatever you want. I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane, and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. You know, with all the weird things that have been going on in the world, I would have gotten off that plane right then and there. I just, I would have. Yeah, you can't tell what's real. Yeah. I, I don't know what she was up to, but, you know, the short clip that I saw, she really seemed pretty lucent. Yeah, she did to me, too. And She was definitely afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Terrified. Yeah. But, but they, they didn't. I have not really seen it. All I can equate that to is again, she 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 may be wide like us, and then the others are just like, oh, she's a nutter, and and dismiss it because it's not really. Again, it's it's just not. They can't compute that. It, it's such a a herd community, uh, it, and again, it's it's people following the masses. If if I Another person said, oh, I saw it again, and another person, I saw it. Before you know it, the whole plane had done it, but one on their own, yeah. you know, with not being it, I just get that kind of impression. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, hey, uh, I've got uh, some of our listeners that are wanting to know where they can get your book. So could you provide that um, information so that they can look? Because I think uh, you've got some people interested in reading it. Maybe yeah, both, both well, those books you mentioned. It's, it's, you know, it's actually available on one of the enemy's websites, and that's Amazon. I mean, you know, yeah. I have no option other than to sell on Amazon, even though, again, they're part of the agenda. But, yeah, or it's on Barnes & Noble, if you want to go there. That, that's maybe a bit different. But, um, yeah, they're the two main outlets. Um, so just go, like, I, I did a search on Amazon for when humans roam the earth, and you'll find it on there or on Barnes & Noble. So it, it's available yeah. on there. So Sounds like an interesting book, and unfortunately it, it is not science fiction. Well, again, it, it's one of them ones that tried to make it more palatable to the people who like fiction, uh, you know, people who read, who, who like fiction, and, and those who read between the lines and know that it's not fiction. So I've got everyone covered. Yeah. Anything you want to say to conclude? Well, thanks for having me on. You know, if uh, you want to do it again, let me know. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to come on. I would love to have you on again sometime. It sounds like you've got a lot of knowledge about a, very, a bunch of various subjects that I talk about. So, yeah, I'll keep you on my short list of phone numbers. Well, uh, thank you very much. Thank See you. See you soon. You have a great weekend, okay? Take care, Mark. Bye. Bye. That was quite a call, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> if anybody wants to call in and uh, and make any comments, 505-444-5059 if you're watching us live. Uh, the phone lines are open. So, uh, okay, I wanted to... I wanted to finish up real quick on what we were talking about in the first hour because I think that's important about how the government and maybe well-meaning conservatives 
are passing these laws thinking, oh, well, you know, and I don't think they're thinking about it from the viewpoint I'm thinking of, but they're not thinking about the long game on this. It's like, you know, I've been I'm watching things in the news. I've been thinking about, remember the, the guy that uh, didn't want to decorate gay wedding cakes, okay? I've, I have nothing personally against gay wedding cakes. I, I believe that there are plenty of bakers out there that will uh, be glad to decorate your gay wedding cake. But to try to go in and um, find a baker that's a Christian and force them to bend to your will— to go against what they believe um, and expect the government to come down on this person and force them to do what you want them to do. Like the other thing about uh, the the website designer that right. didn't want to design gay websites. Okay? Right. Um, and the government steps in and, and, and the Supreme Court steps in actually on this and says, oh, well, no, you can't do that. Well, well the, the, obviously you can't do that. The flip side argument that I heard was, um, <clears throat> so you're a website designer or you're a bakery or something, and you have, uh, well, anymore, a MAGA person. Mm-hmm. So say yeah. you're, a con- you're a conservative and you say, hey, I, you know, I want to make some cupcakes with the American flag on them. Yeah. Um, there's probably some bakers that wouldn't want to do that. Fine, I'd go to a different baker. Big and deal. The, and that's my point. Yeah, yeah. And, and I wouldn't want to do business with them, right? Right. So, yeah. so what's the deal? You know, um, I think it's. I think what they do is control. They're, they're pushing an agenda. Right. You know, just like they're passing laws against indoctrinating children in school and against giving them uh, medical treatments uh, that uh, that their parents aren't informed about. We've had. You know, we have states now that are that are working to pass laws against uh, future vax and mask mandates. Well, don't we already have a right to c- control our own body? You hear these people all the time out there saying, my body, my choice. Yeah, my body, my choice. I choose not to have an, an, an experimental injection. I choose not to wear a mask. Isn't that already a right? There used to be a time where you didn't sue the government to do its – to, to fulfill its role in society you know so passing these laws or suing the government to get them to do what they were supposed to be doing in the first place should be a completely alien thing to do you know if i if you're i mean suing i'm i sort of like i'm on topic but i'm off a little bit but suing them to get them to do their job they have unlimited resources number one and that's not the way the legal system is supposed to work mm-hmm. you're supposed to obey the law you're supposed to defend people's individual rights well just like when they were getting ready to vaccinate everybody they made it very clear you couldn't sue them for any reason if anything went wrong yeah they were exempted from that see and that was unconstitutional very right mm-hmm. that was unconstitutional there again that's trampling of rights and they've normalized that now and now people just think oh yeah you know no, just do what you're told. And if and if you don't do what you're told, a lot of people consider you to be uh, crazy or uh, or anti-American. Yep, they'll label you, right? Yes, they That's will. The number one thing with identity politics is they will label you and put you into a class where you don't deserve any of those protections, or in their in their projection, you don't deserve your protections. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and then the other day the. Uh, Supreme Court striking down affirmative action. Okay, that should have never—well, it had a reason, 
at the time it was enacted, because at the time slavery had just ended and there were a lot of real racist a-holes out there um, treating black people like total garbage, and they had to pass a law to protect them. We don't have that problem now, you know. So now it's turned into, it's turned into a form of reverse discrimination in which, okay, um, we're going to admit you. Uh, in order to admit you to our college, we've got to do, um, uh, we've got to look at you and decide what color you are, and we got to decide if we need, uh, we need students of that color in the school. It's like, how? Why should that have anything to do with education? The, the, the tint of somebody's skin. Well, I mean, I got a nice suntan over the weekend. Uh, w- would that give me an advantage or a disadvantage getting into a college well, now? Quite, quite simply, any type of uh, changing your treatment of someone, whether it's preferential or discriminatory based on their race or background, is racism. If you favor one group over another because of their race, that's racism. Yeah. If you discriminate against one group because of their race, that's racism. And um, I can tell you, I have uh, a couple of close friends who work in, in human resources at, at large companies. And one of them retired early because she was telling me that um, the company she worked for was blatantly breaking the law by discriminating against white people and Asians. And the thing was, they wanted to elevate other races. So they're, they're being definitely preferential to one set of races, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. But specifically, she pointed out that these were whites and Asians that were targeted. And when she went to their legal department and said, this is an unconstitutional thing, you're going to get us in trouble. This is illegal. We can't do that. She was told to basically sit down and shut up. So, you know, they don't even want to hear the voice of reason and and and... And one other thing, and and it should be a topic for a future show for you, maybe as ZSG is putting activists on every board of every large company. Yes, they are. And, you know, I've actually mentioned that before, John, and I've talked about how a lot of this stuff can be traced back to these big money managers like BlackRock. Right. And that's absolutely true. And the money is there's so much money that uh, those that's sort of like the the recent beer scandal. Right. Mm hmm. Um, they were basically pushed into doing that that advertising campaign, and uh, if they lost money, then BlackRock would be there to to backfill them, right? So you you lose money on sales, but you won't lose your business because we're going to protect you. Well, and companies like BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street, I mean, I've been talking about those companies for a couple of years now. I mean, I, I picked up on that really, really early on, and... They make money whether a company is, is, is profiting or failing. You can catch them on the downside and make a profit on that, too. Oh, so they're looking at it from a completely different point of view. And that should be market manipulation and possibly insider trading. But to touch on BlackRock, if you go back and look at the history of that company and the, the guy who formed it, and I don't have his name. I've only watched a brief, um, a brief documentary on it. But supposedly... He's the one who was one of the first ones to apply machine learning, before it was called AI, to do market predictions. And he basically built that company from nothing by the first application of machine learning. And it, it was so effective that it, uh, it changed the way people trade today. But anyway. Interesting. We were talking about AI earlier. I think we should, no, we should, I mean, look, we should look into that a little deeper. That should be another topic. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. So, 
that's the point I'm making is when you – these well-meaning, maybe well-meaning politicians, conservative politicians, passing these laws to protect rights that you already have, you need to think about later on down the road when some whacked-out socialist liberal – gets in charge, they could strike that down and that right would be gone. Because they could make the they could make the argument at that point, well it's a law, it's not a right. I mean we got a law in the books for it, so we should be yeah, able you've to layered that this law, law over your rights. So now if I take <clears throat> that away, you lose your rights. And Exactly. And um yeah, you're right. It's it's a trap. It's it's very scary. And it's Again, I believe we're treating the symptoms of a problem, not the cause. The real cause is that we are ignoring the Constitution in the first place. Mm-hmm. You, if you're, they're putting Band-Aids over both sides, right? They, yeah. they try to eliminate your constitutional rights by passing laws, which they shouldn't be able to do. And they try to protect your constitutional rights by passing laws, which, again, it's the symptom, not the cause. Yeah, true. Let's see. And we just got a few minutes left. You know, in the uh, in the last segment, we want I want to hit a topic that is one that Stella especially likes. <laughs> so I don't want to get started into it until you know we can really just dig into it and just do the whole thing. Where we're going to talk about this thing in which they're basically trying to erase women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some time back I was making fun of how they're calling. Uh, women birthing people. Well, women are the only ones that can have babies, but we're going to call them a birthing person. I, it's it's absolute insanity, and and now they're you know the birthing person thing, and now they're they're talking about the whole thing with uh, bonus holes, which I find to be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, yep. really. Uh, we're going to talk about that in the last segment. Um, let's see. What else do I got here that I wanted to talk about especially? I said uh, they've got uh, – Oh, the fact that they're uh, making uh, men really into women and, and injecting them with hormones of some kind that get, lets them produce breast milk. That's right. I, I got into a debate with uh, Kareen. <laughs> which you know she she helps me sometime with some of the writing and her and I got into a debate about that uh, yesterday and it was a pretty interesting debate i i had another thing about uh, and we'll try to maybe we'll get into that in the last segment if we don't we'll get into it next week you know and just roll it over next week i got a, i got a ton of stuff here i've got what is a patriot and what is an indigenous person <laughs> what what exactly who defines who made that up? Who, 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 yeah, who, who made that up? I don't know. I don't know. Ben and Jerry's, the thing with Ben and Jerry's. The ice cream people? Yeah, yeah. No. I, I want to talk about them too. Okay. So, um, all right. So, don't go anywhere. I, I, we have a pile of really, really juicy stuff to talk about in the last segment. So, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella and, Stella, in the last few seconds, you got any any comment to make? You're not going to get rid of women. We're not going anywhere. That's all there is to it. That's right. What about you, John? Well, I'm glad you're not getting rid of women. Okay. No, no, definitely not getting rid of women. Right. Why or, would you want to do that? Or men, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, I mean, assigned female at birth. 
that's something that shows up on commercials a lot, usually for drugs. No, right? I've seen so, that. Yeah. yeah. For, who, who does the assigning? They're that talking would, about would, prep. But what are no, they preparing for? They're not preparing really sure. to not, you know, get AIDS, I believe. But <laughs> factually, who does the assigning? You know. Right. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com.
did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Welcome back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. It's been a great show today, hasn't it? It's been fun. Yeah. Very yeah. informative. That Mark Lohman guy, he was a really good guest. I like him, yeah. That book you know, sounds really interesting. Yeah, you guys should go out and get his book, When Humans Roam the Earth, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. He's like those movies that tell you 30 years ahead of time what's going to really happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just just a few years ago, we would have thought, oh, that's just science fiction, you know? And if you believe that stuff, you're just a conspiracy theorist or you're wearing a tinfoil hat. <laughs> Turns out all the things that we thought were science fiction are turning out to be science fact. The yeah. resale value of tinfoil hats has gone way down. Maybe I should start making some tinfoil hats and marketing them on uh, eBay or something. What do you think? You'd make a killing. I think so. Yeah. I think maybe I'm onto something here. I can make some cool tinfoil hats. Yeah, yeah. Designer tinfoil like he, hats. Didn't he say he made a killing on the gloves? On the gloves. Yeah. He said, I knew there were going to be plenty of idiots that were going to buy them. So he did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tin hats, the other something. Tin hats. I think it's coming. Mm -hmm. That's right. So uh, if you want to uh, watch our live stream and interact with us, we have, I've got... I've got a screen here in front of me where I'm looking at the chat from Twitter, Rumble, and Facebook all at the same time. I can see your comments when you send them across. Just like, for instance, Mike. He just sent me a comment. I'll just read Mike's comment here. I, by the way, you guys, I've been reading all your comments. As always, I ask why. There is a predetermined outcome. What purpose does diminishing the identity of womanhood serve? I guarantee there is a hidden agenda. The other's got to be, especially these guys that are wanting to do, why would they want to get rid of women? <laughs> no idea. I, I don't know why they would want to do that. And Mike, you yeah, you sound really informed and you like our show. How come you never call in? Yeah, Mike, why don't you call in and talk to us sometime? Yeah, I want to hear you. Yeah, I know. He's hot. He's shy. He's hiding on those. He's hiding behind the messaging there on Facebook. Don't be shy. Yeah, you can call us, Mike. You guys want to call us. Our phone number is 505-444-5059. We'd love to bring you into the conversation, even if you just want to call and say hi. You know, you can do that, too. Anyway, so I want to talk about this thing with the, uh, basically, they're trying to erase women. A lot of interesting things going on here. You know, I talked about the the birthing person thing a while back, which is just absolutely idiotic, and it, and it's such a 
an insult to women, and they're and you know they're they're trying to push this idea that men can get pregnant and men can have babies. No, men cannot get pregnant and have babies. You know, it and I can say the word vagina because it is a an, a part of the anatomy. If if this birthing person does not have a vagina. <laughs> They are not going to be able to have a baby. And if you have a vagina, you are a woman. Without question. Well, you need the associated plumbing, but yes. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, if you had cancer or something and had the ovaries removed or whatever, I mean, right, right, you right. have a non-functioning, and you're not going to be able to do it. But I mean, that is, that, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. If you have a vagina, you're a woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> So you wanted to make some comments about this topic, Stella. I mean, it's something you're really excited about. I'll let you just kind of take the lead on this one. Well, yeah, they say that they they want to do everything that a woman can do, and that way they don't need women. But you know, I've never, I I don't think a man could put up with the labor pains. I mean, men are kind of, you know, when they get sick, they get a cold, they fall apart. It's no secret. Imagine having to go through this labor where you're really in a ton of pain and you're ready to rip your eyes out with pain. This is a severe pain that you can't even imagine. No man could take that. So how are they going to have that? And the fact that uh, they don't have the birthing canal. You know, how's the baby going to come out of there? Just C-sections? How are they going to put it in there? It's just a lot of dumb questions and a lot of work that I know a lot of men would not ever want to do. And if you ever did suffer labor pain one time, you would never want to do it again. Well, and men don't have the bone structure of their pelvis really to do that. There's all sorts of physical reasons. And, and I, but to quantify the pain, that's that's been demonstrated that the pain is, uh, uh, well, <laughs> women have compared that pain because women are quali- uniquely qualified to judge labor pain against pains that men may experience, like from you know, bone injuries and cancers and things. And yeah, uh, having a baby is one of the most painful things you can do. And so, yeah, men would probably struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And I would say, uh, as an aside, you know, that's what I was sort of relieved when I experienced COVID. It was the weakest co- head cold I ever had mm-hmm. by the time I had it. So yeah, I didn't have to fall apart like normally. I just had to sleep a lot. But. <laughs> Well, and the best part is that they they want to inject them with uh, some kind of hormones uh, so that their breasts will grow and they can be lactose tolerant <laughs> and they'll be able to breastfeed babies. So you know, I got in. I got into a. Uh you know, I, I get into these discussions sometimes with friends, and I'll, like, play devil's advocate about this thing. And <clears throat> so she was talking about the the thing with the—they had an image of a, a biological male breastfeeding a baby. And so the argument out there is that, okay— and, and then they also associated thing with, like, uh, nipple clamps— heard of nipple clamps right no you can imagine think about like a clamp that you clip paper with or whatever ow for what purpose apparently people get some people get pleasure oh from this jumper cables jumper yeah add some voltage to that um so you know and then and then also people getting hardware installed in their in their nipples too. And I've never quite understood that one, you know. But the point I'm making here on this is that this same individual apparently was bragging about the pleasure that that he gets from 
nipple clamps. And then he's nursing a baby. And so <clears throat> the argument my friend made with me is like, well, that's like, that's very, that's like child, that's like uh, perversion. That's like child abuse because this person is getting pleasure from nursing this baby. Okay. But I made the point to her. I said, okay, well, <clears throat> there are women that also do these same things that do the nipple clamps and the piercings and all this kind of stuff, and they get pleasure from it, <clears throat> and they nurse babies. So, well, what about? I don't quite understand. I don't quite think that that particular argument holds up. No, but what about the fact that uh, do they, if they do inject the males with you know milk producing whatever to breastfeed a baby? Uh, they've the CDC has that approved it. By the way, said that a lot everything could go wrong for the baby. You know, having to drink these uh, different. Uh, chemicals that they put in there to uh-huh. make the breast grow and produce milk. It's very dangerous for the baby. Well, you know, maybe. I mean, they talk about just like how women are not supposed to, they really shouldn't be drinking alcohol mm-hmm. um, while they're caring for a baby. Because anything that you take into your body, it it ends up being part of that, that breast milk. Mm-hmm. So, Where's yeah. the Where are the free-range people where where are the ones that only eat organic food and free range stuff where do they come in when it's time to have artificial breast milk from a man that is mm. horm- clearly hormone induced right you why is that okay are we talking about free range lactating free, yes. free range lactating women here is that what yeah, we're talking about well that's what i'm saying so if it's all natural <laughs> just like the free range chicken <laughs> or free range eggs whatever they want no no why is that okay cage, cage free cage free so yeah. cage-free women as opposed to, um, you know, an artificially induced, uh, hormonally induced mm-hmm. lactation in men, that sounds like a hazard from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I heard some story sometime back about how, I don't know how true this is, I have to do some research on this, it, without, set aside all the, the, the injections or any of that stuff, I've heard... I heard that under some circumstances that... Uh, a, a man's breast can actually produce uh, on milk its own. Just, yes, just I like a woman's. I think it can. I've, I've heard that. I think it can, but that's a yeah. that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Right? So whatever's going on, maybe it's a hormone imbalance. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I, but I don't know. It's not something that I believe would normally. And I'm do. sure he's not thrilled about it when it happens. Yeah, right? you're not going to go looking, <laughs> running around looking for a baby to right. take care of. You well, know, there was a graphic I saw about the, that that cartoon Family Guy. Oh yeah. You know, we were talking about earlier about the Simpsons and how they're always just injecting any any current issues or whatever that's going on they put it in a Simpsons episode which I think is great. By the way, I'm always wondering why have those kids not aged? <laughs> well, are we going to discuss how we can't the LGBT community doesn't want us to use the word vagina either? Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they said it's, it's a licensed term now. Oh no, they changed it to a, a bonus hole. And bonus, yeah. What are they hold? The fr- two yeah, different holes, yeah. Front holes. <laughs> but that's, um, that's what they changed it to, so you're not allowed to use vagina now. This is the everyone gets a medal thing. This is the everyone everybody gets, gets a, a trophy. Yeah, everyone gets a bonus hole. Uh, you can't exclude because it's discriminatory somehow. By yeah. 
It's just trying to redefine language, and it sounds to me like they're trying to compel speech. You know, they're trying to tell you, you they want you to speak in their terms. Yes, and force you to, force you to, force you to. with their terms. And, no, and no matter what's normal or what we're used to, change over to their perversions. We're talking uh, constitutional rights again. Conspelled, compelled speech is unconstitutional. You cannot force people to say things oh, it is. they don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but that's what they're doing. By yeah, but if you the thing is, if you don't use the proper speech, uh, you'll be ridiculed. Well, and you'll be you'll be uh, canceled. Ostracized. Is it um, Mill, Michigan, where now if you misgender someone, it's a ten thousand dollar fine and possibly jail time? Is that what I read last <laughs> this week? Yeah, I would not be a bit surprised. I believe. I think it. it's Michigan. They passed a law, another law. It's insane. it doesn't matter if it's unconstitutional because really it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Be. Well, I mean, but it, it has to get tested in court, right? It goes back to what we were talking about earlier about yeah. they'll they don't care. They don't care about the Constitution. No. There are no consequences for violating the Constitution. You know, I and I still have a real problem with that. It's like you know, I you know, what does your oath mean? You then? make an oath. What does I your mean, oath mean if there's no consequences? It, it, it apparently means absolutely nothing. Right. And if you violate that oath, there are no consequences. And, and the trap would be, how can I pass a law to say that you're going to follow the Constitution when you already ignored the Constitution? It's the exact same uh, dialogue we were having before, either to protect your rights or to change them. The only recourse is, I guess, to alter the—well, no, to just say that if you violate your oath, then you should be out of office. You should be. You you yeah. I, I, I think that should be part – anytime something goes through the court system and it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court rules out, no, this is unconstitutional, that person responsible for putting, promoting, putting, that, law. promoting that unconstitutional should be removed from office immediately. Yep. Should that to, should be part of it. You should have to hold a special election and get them out. Yeah. Instead, they celebrate it. Well, no, no I, just, I, I don't even do think is, I don't even think you should have to hold an election. Their no, office should be vacated immediately, no, they and then be, and then hold a new election for somebody really to replace them. That's really what I meant. That's yeah. what I really meant. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're gone before you replace them. They don't need to be there. No, you they know, don't. sometimes when Congress or a lawmaking body isn't doing anything that's actually better for the public, you don't need to have people there passing laws all the time, right? <laughs> so a deadlock can be a good thing, but yeah, so yeah. Let's see what did what did Mike say here on on uh, Facebook? Mike says I'm not calling in. Mike's just too shy. You don't want to call in. Uh, let's see. I believe the intent is to remove the physical barriers between men and women. They're pushing a unisex gender. This way, they can eliminate gender specific rights and laws using gender specific restrooms. Example. Okay, and then he said elimination of privacy laws. <coughs> You're normalizing all of it. You're normalizing. <clears throat> They're normalizing all of it. They're throwing all the mud against the wall, and if and if nobody does anything about it, then it becomes normalized. Yep. It'll stick and dry there. It'll yep. stick and it'll dry there, and it'll be there permanently. That's exactly what happens. Um, Rights are like muscles. If you don't use them, you'll lose them. Yeah. You have to totally. be on the lookout for all. Totally this stuff. agree. You got you got any other comments on that, Stella? No. No. I, I'm. I, I can't say them over the air, so no. I'll keep them to myself. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Here's something I wanted to talk about. I was uh, Ben and Jerry's. Okay, this past week, 
they put out a statement on social media saying that they believe that I'm just going to look that thing up. Let's see, Ben and Jerry's. And and who are Ben and Jerry's? Are they they Native Americans? Or why would they bring that up in the first place about indigenous people? I don't know, but what they're saying is really self-destructive, and I don't quite understand why they'd be saying this. They've been sitting on millions and millions of dollars that the government offered them for getting North Dakota and blowing it up and putting the four presidents up there and stuff, and that they've offered them millions and millions of dollars. And And they won't take it. And they're living in extreme poverty, and they won't take it because it's holy religious land to them, and that would be like them selling out, I guess. They've offered them $100 million. And it's still sitting there gaining interest. Gaining interest. Yes, yeah, so who knows how much is there now? Well, tons of money. But they refuse to take it because it's a religious thing to them. So so Ben and Jerry's, okay. Again, who is Ben and Jerry's? Why do they get them so involved in this? Well, they're, they're always doing stupid stuff like this, Ben and Jerry's. I've, I don't think I've ever had Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and I never really want to. They say Ben and Jerry's called for the return of stolen indigenous land in its 4th of July message, pointing to Mount Rushmore as the place to start. No, I got a better idea where to start. I got a better idea. I say we start with Ben and Jerry's. Immediately ceasing business, closing down all their locations, and giving away all of the land at all their locations to whatever indigenous people they think are supposed whatever to have they've it. identified. Be, yep. Lead, you know, be a leader. Be a leader. Lead Set by, an example. Lead by example. <coughs> yeah, that's right. But no, that's, no, they, they externalize it. Yeah, they, it's, it's always someone somebody else else's. Someone else do that. Somebody else. And you know, the money. United States of America are the, is the first country on earth to ever try to uh, make any kind of. Uh, make anything right you know when it came to the native american lands and yeah native american lands which is what we've called it for decades right uh, they're the only ones that have tried to make sort of conquering someone right you go find somewhere else in the world where that's happened you look at europe and how many times genocide has broken out in the last hundred years have any of those things ever have any of those countries ever had to pay reparations or make it right or have they even tried no no, I mean, Germany suffers a lot of self-guilt and self-restrictions because they're afraid that if they ever are free again, they're going to try to take over the world. But have they ever paid reparations? Have they ever set aside land? Have they ever... No, I th- the United States is unique in that aspect. Well, we want to pay reparations to people that were enslaved 500 years ago. And I was... Great, yeah. great grandfathers. And not just a, repar- a million dollars a person. Well, oh, yeah. or more. Yeah. yeah. Or more. Yeah, you want non-slave owners to pay for previous uh, sins of the fathers, right? Things that we had nothing to do with. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, there's... And California never even had slaves, did they? No. No, Not at all. And they're the ones pushing for reparations for all the black people there. And then it just becomes clear you just follow the money, right? So they're just trying to buy votes. They're trying to buy influence, as we said about a different topic, the government really doesn't care about the black people. They really don't care about any of those things. They don't care about the kids. They yeah. don't no. care about grandma. They don't care about the gay community. They don't care about trans people. They don't care about any of these people. No. It's manipulation, control, and influence. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. They just use them because the liberals are easily used and influenced. Useful idiots. Mm-hmm. You know, I did I did a little bit of research on this whole indigenous people thing, okay? You know, you're always hearing about them digging up remains of 
proving that that human human beings of some sort have been around for thousands of years apparently and do what do you define as an indigenous person in in, in the United States well and like you, you said know, that's a slippery slope how far once, back do we once go you, once you start going back well the dinosaurs were indigenous at one point right yeah they were but there's apparently um, tribes that were here well before any of the and I don't have names, of course, but there were ancient civilizations living here and doing burial mounds and things all over the country before what we now call Native Americans were ever even a thought, right? And it, and and before the evil outsiders came, the Native American communities were fighting amongst themselves and conquering each other. It wasn't some magical paradise. No, they had some brutal, brutal Very wars against brutal. each other. And they had different types, right? Some of them were warring, and some of them were sedentary. And the warring ones would raid the sedentary ones because the sedentary ones had food. And, you know, it was never a paradise. Mm-hmm. I guess that's one of the, the creative things about history now is we like to look back and say it was much better before X happened or before this evil thing happened. No, it's never been good. It's always history's always been full of all kinds of problems. I just kind of wonder what the agenda is on this whole thing, where they're, they these liberal politicians are pushing these reparations. What's the what's the end game here on this it's the next level I, identity politics? I, that's what I'm thinking. It's us against you know, each other. And but but when you're talking about these indigenous people, it's like I, I found an article on the library Howard. .edu, in which they're talking about indigenous peoples prior to 1492. And it, like, the the people that were on, in North America, way early like that, they came from other places. So, and then they became part of the people we think of as Native Americans that are that are here now. So everybody came from somewhere. Everybody came so from everyone, someplace every, else. Everyone came from somewhere. No one just like popped out out of the dirt. No, not even bacteria pops up out of the dirt. People came from somewhere, right? And they always have. And so, so again, where does the word indigenous people come from? Is it just referring to the Native yeah, it's Americans? Apparently, then? whatever they want to exploit at this time. Oh, okay. The government yeah. being the the progressives, what they want to exploit at this time. Right. Yeah, who's a victim this week? Who's and the I victim guess this week? That would be a whole show for you: is the victim class and how it spreads and how it moves because they just create new victim classes all the time. Well, it's, because it's victims can be controlled. Yep, you can hand them out. You can take care of them. You can save them. You can even help them be victims first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help them be victims. So, is the ice cream company? Are they financing this for them, or what are they doing? Of just oh no, they're raising awareness, which typically just means they're reaching for your wallet, or they're looking for some kind of influence. Right? I should have known. Right. What they're doing is they they want to get the liberals to to flood their businesses and buy their ice cream because they're capitalists, but they don't want to admit it. But <clears throat> But here's the thing, and and I don't think the, the the people that are listening to what they're saying and are buying into it are thinking about what I just said. If they really mean this, they need to lead by example. Yep. Lead by example. Immediately shut down all your operations. Right. And surrender and all your properties. 
This is no different than my point of view about uh, uh, Hollywood mansions for the poor, right? So whenever they start raising awareness about something, about the homeless problem or the whatever, well, you know, I have a you know I have a modest house, but you guys have five or six mansions, right? Can't you sacrifice one for the homeless that you care so much? about? You don't about? need all that space. You don't. Oh, do they? Oh, I mean, yeah, no, they don't. Right. Well, you saw they'll what never happened. lead by example. You saw what happened to Martha's Vineyards when they sent a busload of the immigrants yeah. down there. All those mansions oh, are empty. All of a sudden, no. Yeah. All of a sudden, they deployed the National Guard, <laughs> which which New Mexico and Texas and others were told was illegal. That's to just do. inhumane. You cannot do that with homeless people, but they sure did it in a heartbeat. They got rid of them in twenty four hours. Yep. which was amazing. Yeah, called yeah. in the military. But and you saw the Obama had two giant mansions that were empty. You know, a lot of them they just go there for the oh. summertime. They could have housed them forty eight immigrants there somewhere. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. No, they acted like they were a disease. Get them out of here. Well, you saw the truth, right? You oh, saw yeah. what they really think about them. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, and then they claimed that conservative states were using them, using the immigrants as political pawns, when in fact it was clear as it was clear as mud that when they were dropped under Martha's Vineyard. That they were political pawns by the by the left, because they treated them like cattle. They just like loaded them on buses and got them out of there again. They didn't care about them at all. You know, I'm I'm reading this article. It says here prior to the contact from Europe, indigenous culture thrived in the Americas. As with all human migration, the indigenous peoples of the Americas migrated from sub-Saharan Africa and populated North and South America. Although indigenous people lived in defined political and geographical locations, migration among the various cities and cultures was common. I, I have little doubt that that's, that's all factual. And I don't, it's no disrespect to them to actually expect that we follow history. And you'd be fair to everyone and not create a victim class. So, yeah, before America was ever even a pipe dream, there were people here. And they probably enslaved each other. They probably did really nasty things to each other. I don't think they took it to the level of redefining, like, bonus holes and things like that, because they didn't have that terminology. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but... That's a modern thing we inflict on ourselves. You know, and they were talking. You're talking about all the time when the the Aztecs, the Aztecs were absolutely brutal. <laughs> when the Spanish came, they probably did them a favor because the Aztecs were chopping off people's heads and doing ritual sacrifices. They were some really brutal people, and the Spaniards came in and brought a little bit of civility into into the culture. So, right. is that a bad thing? Well, the Apaches were kind of wild too. In my in history, yeah. yeah, we have a history in Santa Fe talking about that. The Apaches were like they wouldn't give in for nothing, and they were like the, uh, well, like the uh, people that they claim blew up the the New York the Twin Towers. That they're not afraid to die. The Apaches weren't afraid to die. Right. Yeah. They didn't care. They would go for it. Well, and that's what I was referring to between the warring class and the Pueblo class, right? So the Pueblos would sit in one place and they'd yeah. grow food and tuck it away and yeah. survive the seasons. And, and I'm greatly oversimplifying this, and I'm not a Native American historian, anybody listening to me. But factually, that's what happened, right? So the, the, the Pueblos would take care of themselves, and then once you have a lot of stuff to take, the warring 
Right. Tribes oh, would come take well, it. That's what they do. Because <laughs> they're you the know, ones kinda, that can fight. Kind of reminds yeah, me of a joke as so. a friend was telling me about how if, you know, the, <clears throat> the crap ever hit the fan, how a neighbor was saying that, well, I've got like a, you know, three months worth of food and water. And, and he told him, well, you know, I don't have three months of food and water, but I got lots of guns and bullets, so I'll have your food and water. Right. Yeah, that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. <clears throat> anyway, guys, we're out of time. What? That's it. Again? That's it. That is it. Uh, well, Beck, I want to say thank you for having me. Thank you, I really John, for coming it. on. Thank You're you. awesome. It was fun. So if you want to send your questions and comments to us, uh, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. There we go. Where'd that go? You want to join this uh, show live when we do it on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noonish? Just go to the website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the Rumble link. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Rumble. Like, follow, share, all of that stuff. If you want to listen to a replay of the shows, you can, of course, listen to us on KDAZ Radio on Saturdays, 1 to 4 p.m., 96.9 FM, AM 700, free and uh, conservativetalkabq.com so I don't have the time to say the rest of it what do we say we will not comply just say no to tyranny catch y'all next time bye we are the resistance we are <laughs>